Do I have to go to school, Daddy? Hello and welcome to the show. Colourful Conversations with Mark and Pete. This week we debate the rights and wrongs of education. Mm. Well, we have seen in the news that a father has lost his legal challenge against a fine for taking his daughter out of primary school on an unauthorised holiday, and that was during term time. Yes, the Supreme Court ruled against John Platt, who won, ironically, earlier legal battles and was actually... Uh, going to be fined of £120. And this was brought by the Isle of Wight Council. Now, what actually happened here, we'll debate the details in a little while, but it does raise a lot of questions about rights. Was he right to do what he did? Was he wrong? Now, with me today is clergyman oh, Pete, yeah. who is a children, uh, children lover, and he's a father of many, aren't you, uh, clergyman Pete? So let me ask you, did Mr. Platt do the right thing by taking his children out of school at a critical time, some people say? Or was he perfectly within his rights to say, hey, I love Florida, let's go on a holiday? Yes, well... The answer is more complex than say yes, he was right or no, he was wrong. It's it's more difficult. Here, here it is. Uh, here's the situation. This uh, gentleman, John Platt, uh, he had um, taken his daughter out of school uh, on a holiday to Disney World. Now she was quite young uh, back in 2015 when it happened. She was six, so she she was uh, at primary school. Um, the school yeah. refused permission, so he asked, and then he refused permission. He took her out uh, for seven days of school, and he was fined uh, £120 for doing it. Now, he sued, saying that uh, she had uh, a good attendance, a good enough attendance, and that, that he should be able to take her out whenever he wanted, and he lost the court mm-hmm. case. Uh, he lost. That's what he lost. Uh, if he just simply paid the fine, he could have just carried on. But he argued True. that he had the right to take his child out whenever he wanted. Now, here's the thing. Uh, there's an argument that he's messed up her schooling by taking her out for a week. I disagree. I used to be a teacher. Usually, if someone misses a week, it doesn't have that much impact, even though we like to pretend that it did. But it didn't really. They could catch it up. Um particularly at that age, at the age of six, when you've got a, you know, you've got big exams coming up when you're in secondary school. Fair enough. If it's ah, at the wrong time, that well, can be difficult. that's where that's I some... have the issue. I wanted to come on to that. Yeah, minute, no, no. Is, is he setting the wrong president? Well, it could. Be, well, so one thing is, is he wrong because he's setting president? Well, uh, that, that's a separate issue, whether the precedent is bad. But is, was he actually wrong in itself? Well, this, this, my problem with him doing it is that he has his child in that school. So, he either has her in the school or he could put her in a different school or take her out of state schooling altogether. That is an option in UK law. Yes. So in doing that, in having her in the school, isn't he committing himself to the rules of that school? So if they say mm. no, then the answer is no. So uh, I, I would say that on that simplistic level, he's wrong. But um, I guess we'll come back to it later. I don't know what you've got to say on it, but... Um, there is another issue to do with the funding for that schooling. Where does that come from and what? how does that impact it? But just on that sort of level, he's agreed that she's going to be part of the school. 
those are the rules of that school. So therefore, yeah, if she's going to stay at that school, he has to pay the fine uh, if he's going to go yeah. and disobey the rules. Well, I'm glad you mentioned this because I think uh, that, you know, I mean, again, this is a, a really important education. As we know, we were a very... We're great advocates for investing in schools, investing in education. And I think the rules matter. And again, from I guess from a business point of view, I'm very much for that. Now, interestingly, I do agree with um, the Prime Minister, Theresa May, who said it was for the schools to decide on absences. Now, she said actually this. She says it's right that the individual head teacher has the flexibility to make that decision, she said. So effectively um, – this is where the individual schools, I guess, should make their own judgment. But I do agree with your point that he, as a parent, should have realized what the rules were. Now, I'm sure that there must have come a point when he must have notified uh, the headmaster and, and said, I'm going on a holiday. Mm. Uh, and in which case, I would have thought that at that point, uh, the teachers, the headmaster and the authorities should have said, um, yes or no. Now, he still maintains that, ironically, irrespective of uh, what the, the decision would have been, it was his right to actually take his family on on this uh, this whole trip. But I think you're right. He he actually probably didn't see the bigger picture and said, well, actually, I should adhere to the the school's policy. If I don't like the the rules, maybe next term, I either look for a different school or go into private education. He has already indicated, having lost the court appeal, that he has that option, mm. that he might actually decide to, to switch. Now, I have another point here, which does raise a point. Um, we've been talking again about the parents' rights and, of course, obviously the potential impact on the children. So I have a little thought here in the form uh, of a poem. Oh, yes. This, this is one which will get you talking. And, and this is a poem called School Desserts. Mm. <laughs> ho, ho, I'm happily absconded on holiday. Woe, woe, wee, wee, school has gone away. Pip, pip, toodle, pip. I'm a terrible troubled truant. Far, far, fee, fee, in flippancy, I'm fluent. Splish, splish, splash, splash, let's spend lots of cash. Whiz, whiz, gee whiz, fun flies in a flash. Cha-cha, choo-choo, the children cheer my cheek. Ma-ma, my-my, I've been missing for a week. Hi-hi, he-he, the headmaster has flexed his cane. Boo-hoo, boo-hoo, I'm bored out my brain. La-la, lulu, the lesson gets no attention. Do-do-da-da, -da, I guess I'll get detention. Nah, nah, no, no, I know I have juvenile thoughts. Here, here, there, there, in and out of courts. Coo, coo, I should go, like a corrupt little creature. Ta-ta, to a T, I'm just the tormented teacher. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if I, yes, I, I, as an ex-teacher, I do think that um, I would have preferred sometimes, in the middle of turn, to just gone off to Disneyland, I tell you. Oh, quite right. <laughs> oh <So>. not, <laughs> not year three again. Oh, no. <laughs> My point is this. Yeah. Poor, poor teacher. I know that we, they often give us a hard time. And I'm sure that when we reflect on our school education, we probably think, oh, yes, yeah, I and, wish we could get and, away every time. And, and there is a... the teachers? Come yes. on. I mean, the 
teachers that they're losing their children through potential <laughs> holidays. Their parents are against them. The, well, the whole system is against them. Well, now, you being a former teacher, I've got to ask you, surely that must be frustrating when you think you're just on the cusp of turning their education for the best. Yeah, well, it, what, what's um, frustrating is that, yes, if they do lose some time, uh, then if, you, if you've got a very worked out curriculum, perhaps a lesson by lesson curriculum, which at that level, um, it's possible to have each lesson just regimented and you just teach the same lesson at that point in the school year every year. It's, it's quite possible to do that. And uh, you uh, link that with what the requirements under the, the national curriculum, which we have in Britain. And therefore, everything's sorted. They miss it. Oh, what do you do then? Well, you've got to get them to catch up. There's very diff- it makes it difficult for the teacher. That is true. Um, you know... The the thing about this is uh, issue of whether you should take your child out of school though is a problem. I can see what he was getting at and why he um, got so upset about it because it does feel like mm. the state is saying uh, through the school, your child belongs to us. We're going to tell you what to do. Um, <clears throat> now, uh, having said, as I said earlier, I think, well, he was wrong. This actual action, I think, was wrong uh, in that he shouldn't have taken his child out to go to Disneyland. Uh, maybe he got a cheaper rate then, but that wasn't a good enough reason. And um, it it was against the rules of that school, and he sent him there. But the thing that muddies the waters is the money. If you send yeah. your child to a state school, uh, it's paid for. You don't have to pay. Mm. Well, the... The things you do have to pay for, you know, you have to pay for pens and you have to pay for school trips. Actually, there's quite a bit extra you do pay for. You have to pay for but school the uniform. But paying their taxes. Uh, yeah, yeah. But, but for the main payments, yes, it comes yes. out of taxes. Exactly yeah, right. Exactly. And so the whole of the nation is paying uh, the, of the, of the taxable nation <laughs> is paying for the school. Well, no, because this is my point well, in his favour. Well, they're paying favor. for the teacher's education. They're teachers paying for the teachers to teach. Yes. Right. Now, so yes. he hasn't lessened it at all in that all he's done He's taken his child out, so he hasn't benefited from that. But you could say, well, what if he's not happy with it? Why doesn't he just take his school, his child rather, out of school altogether? Now, I did this. I took one of my three children out of school um, uh, and taught them at home for a bit, and, then, and now I've taken all three of my children out of the st- out of state education and they're in private education. Now, that's because obviously my reason for doing that is. Uh, you know, I'm doing the Mark and Pete show, so I've got, you know, yeah. lots of money, you know, just, just, right. just swimming in the in cash. So I've got to spend it on something. Uh, I was joking, gentle listener. But the, 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 the reason for doing it was I particularly wanted a Christian education. At, uh, and so they go to, a, my children go to a, a school which majors on, you know, on Christian education, as well as all mm. the other usual subjects you teach um it's it has a, a christian flavor christian ethos to the school and i particularly yes. wanted that that's why i did it now yes. the problem with it is that your money doesn't come with you so they still tax you in other words you're still paying in the tax so right. now you uh, uh if you don't have any children um uh, are, are still paying tax but i yes. in then having to tell me about it yes so mark you're you are in a uh, you're paying for children's education across the country, even though you don't have any. But I'm doubly penalised because, yeah, I'm paying for all the other people's children and on top of that, I have to pay for my own. You see, so I, well, I'm paying double 
because I think I think this, I think this is a very, just, very fair point. And talking about costs, it comes on different levels. Now I, let's let's put some points on on the table here, which is that Mr. Platt said parents would find it utterly shocking that they needed the permission of the state to decide on school attendance. However. The judge said, you are not, the, this is to Mr. Platt, you are not the final arbiter for what's right for your child. Now, this is where it plays into what we've said. In her judgment, Lady Hale said, it would cause unacceptable disruption if parents were able to withdraw children whenever they wanted. Unauthorized absences have a disrupted effect, not only on the education of the individual child, but also on the work of their pupils and their teachers, she said. The point then goes on, which is about state schools, the fact that they are funded by the tax people or tax from the people. And so therefore, you would as a taxpayer, whether you had children or not, want to make sure that parents at least respected that. Um, I think sometimes, and I'm only going to comment for the United Kingdom, I'm not going to make any comments for any other nation, but I sometimes believe that they think it's a given right. Well, actually, it's a point of responsibility that if the state and others are paying for this education, you need to accept the rules of the individual uh, school. So if the, if the headmaster expects children to be at school, even if it's towards what we'll call a seasonal holiday time, parents should accept that and, and respect no. it. That's my take on it. And I understand that, and this is the other counter, I do understand the argument, but it's a different commercial problem, uh, which actually just ties into a business point where I was going to make, which is, I understand that Mr. Platt feels as though that he's exploited because holiday resorts and many other people hike their prices, particularly during the summer periods. And, and so what that means is when it is actually um, school holidays, this is when the schools are not active, um, you do notice that um, all of the prices have gone up dramatically and you could potentially spend twice as much money. But that's a different matter, completely yeah, 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 different yeah, yeah, matter. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, just on a purely practical level, uh, if you if it was simply a matter of the money, as in the difference in the price of the holiday, he could do a calculation and see whether the fine was more than the difference in the price, <laughs> and it might well, be worth it. Well, irony, know? because if he puts his children into private education, he'll spend an awful lot more. Yeah, well, I can assure you well, of that. <laughs> well, he, he and well, he wouldn't. No he that. wouldn't. Um, and he would spend less than in a, an expensive private school if he educated at home. It can be done quite affordably, but it's still extra. And yeah. this is the issue that this is the the thing that's been missed here. You see, it, under the under the law, uh, the, the, as Basil Forty would say, the law of England. Under the law of England, uh, you are allowed to take your child out of school. Now, this isn't advertised, and the judge yeah. there, uh, in the summing up, appears to be unaware of it. That yes, you are the final. You as the as the parent under the law, well, a British common law, and under the Education Act, nineteen ninety six, reaffirms this. You, as a parent, are the final arbiter of what's right for your children. Uh, it's Section 7 of the 1996 Education Act says you can just take your child out of school. You don't need permission from the local authority. The government has no say in it. Uh, you don't have to have any particular qualifications. You don't have to teach them for any particular hours. You don't have to teach the national curriculum. They don't have to sit any exams if you don't want them to. You can, you can, you can just simply take them out. And in fact... Uh, the head of the school, if they ask, you know, give me the reason, tell me why, they are going against the law. They're not meant to well, demand, let, a, let me a, ask demand you this, an answer. Sergeant They're not allowed to ask. No. Mr. 
Mustapath is only a one of one of many individuals. Now, I'm just going to ask you a quick question. Have a guess. Truancy prosecutions in England. Uh, statistics go to to 2015 because they haven't been verified for the last. So, no, no, year, no. Truancy though. But it, so truancy on, is truancy it, is children just taking themselves people, out of school. So how many people have been proceeded against in England? Um, in uh, in 2015, so, which is when the last record so, were made. Well, just a question. I, I just so truancy would include this case, would it? Because even though the parents take it, no truancy would include yes. this case, would it? The father taking the it child, would include uh, this yeah. case. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, so you, you normally see. I always think truancy of being you uh, popping down the shops for a fag instead of going to the. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to know. That's, that, that's that's just my personal <laughs> point of view. Um, yeah. So sorry, you ask me the question again. How many in the in this year yeah. was it? Yeah, uh, one hundred and fifty-two. Well, the, the last recorded year, yes. One hundred and fifty-two. No, no. more no or less. Near. More or less. Considerably more. Uh, one thousand and fifty-two. No, I'm going to tell Two. you what it is. I'm it's going up in thousands, folks. Nine hundred and twenty. Oh. I'll repeat oh. that. Nineteen thousand nine hundred and twenty. So I can understand why the authorities have a major issue here because there seems to be an awful lot of truancy going on. But you see, now, actually, ironically, of those nineteen thousand, how many do you think were found guilty? Uh, two. <laughs> no. Well, if only two thousand. Uh, no. 19,000. No, 14, oh. 14,890, a staggering amount. That's, yeah. that's quite yeah. a lot, isn't well, it? Well, you see, um, I, yeah. I think that the, the moral difference of, of withholding the money te- or taking money from you for ed- children's education, even when your child isn't receiving it, I think that immediately muddies the waters. And you say, well, yeah, he had that agreement with that school. But he has to send them to this, a school similar to that. And he can't afford to send them to someone else because you, the government, are taking his money from him. And if he says no and continues to say no, you'll send him to prison. Or if he refuses to go to prison, you will physically take him. So under yeah. threat of violence, you're taking money. That's stealing. Well, you're taking his money it, just because, uh, uh, you know, he wants to use that money for his own child's education. I, there are certain things that a government needs yeah. to do, and well, one of them uh, 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 does not include uh, providing education for your children. I don't think that well, is a government I, I, Well, no, indeed. Uh, but at the moment, as we currently stand, that's the way it is. And, yeah. and I'm just going to sort of bring this to an end. And I know that perhaps we might have a slight disagreement oh, it, here. But I, the I, lesson do, ending? I do, I do want over? to sort of at least focus on uh, something that was said by the government. So an education spokeswoman from the government said, we are pleased the Supreme Court unanimously agreed with our position that no child should be taken out of school without good reason. As before, head teachers have the ability to decide when exceptional circumstances allow for a child to be absent. But today's ruling removes, this is about the uh, court decision against Mr. Platt, um, uh, that uh, removes the uncertainty for schools and local authorities that was created by the previous judgment. Now, because as we know, he, he actually got, he was actually cleared on the first two accounts. But one thing that they really are saying, this is the point that the government's saying, the evidence shows that every 
extra day of school miss can affect a pupil's chances of achieving good education. They talk about GCSEs, the, the O levels effectively, which has a lasting effect on their life chances. So I guess we can all debate whether, you know, going uh, on. Uh, well, I, I just is, it has an impact or, or, or not. But uh, that's the government's standpoint. Well, well, I think we can just uh, take that with a pinch of salt. The evidence shows what evidence. Uh, how did you arrive at that? Let's see the actual raw data. I don't believe you. I, I, well, I think that's just what's what we technically call what a we lie. should do here. What we do is we invite the government, Mrs. May, possibly to come on the show yes. and actually tell and give her view as to why that she and her Department of Education believes that it is actually damaging. And, well, listeners, and and give me my yes. money back. <laughs> yes, and give me my money back for the children that I've not put in education as well. Exactly. Because <laughs> yeah. I don't have any children. That's the message anyway. from Mark and Pete. Give us the money. <laughs> we want it back. So, it's ours. What do you think? Have you had a similar problem um, with your government's uh, education system? Do you believe you should have every right to take your children out of school or maybe other people's children? I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe that's another show. <laughs> <laughs> so, listeners, join us again for more colourful conversations with Mark and Pete. Yeah. What an education. <laughs> hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favourite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.